0: on this episode of grown men watch kid shit jordan shows off his amazing voice acting skills poop becomes a central theme and we argue over if a monkey should talk at all come on vominos! everybody let's go Yeah, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Grown Men Watch Kid Shit. I'm one of your hosts, TJ, and I'm here with my main man down in Texas, keeping it cool, keeping it real, keeping it crispy. <laughs> <My> <laughs> man Jordan. I'm keeping it cool and crispy down here. How are you doing, TJ? I'm good. I'm good. Just so everyone knows, we're trying to make crispy a thing now, trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we I, can we, do it.
1: I think we can't. Yeah, you know, so the next time you you watch a movie you really like and you want to talk about it with your with your buddies and stuff, you know, say, Hey, you know what I mean, this movie's really good. Hey man,
0: this movie's crispy. It's crispy, yeah. right? It's yeah, I it's think, I, think, I think, think that works.
1: Yeah, it does, it does.
0: If this is your first time with us this week, we want to thank you. We want to welcome you to Grumman and Watch Kid Shit if this is your third time, because that's all we have. Uh, we also want to thank you for coming back. Uh, we know the first week was probably a little rough. Second week, hopefully, we found our footing this week. It's probably going to be the best of all. Um, And if you are listening, we want to hear from you. So a couple things that we want this to be, we want this to be your podcast as much as it is our podcast. So if you're watching uh, kids' movies, movies made for children for that demographic, and you have uh, some desire to hear our thoughts for whatever reason, uh, let us know. Uh, Shoot us an email at grownmenwks at gmail.com. That's grownmenwks at gmail.com uh give us your thoughts, concerns, uh your suggestions, uh if you think that we said something offensive, we don't care. Don't send us that. We're not going to read it. Uh, <laughs> I'm lying. We'll read it. We're we're not we're not assholes. And also uh below in the description you will find a link where you can leave us a little voice message. Uh Jordan didn't even know about that. You can leave us a little voice message. Yeah. That's and crispy. maybe. It is it's crispy. Uh and if it's uh something you like, you who knows, you might end up on the show. Who knows? Ooh. Yeah. Uh titillation. Yes. Uh if you hear some uh weird wind whipping in the back, uh we have decided to start ripping down the ceiling in our master uh bedroom. And uh we had to cut a hole in the side of the house to get the trash bags of all the stuff out. So there's Currently, a hole in the side of my house with plastic covering it. Um, so you got like a, you got like a skylight. You got like a redneck skylight right now. <laughs> I
1: guess bringing, uh, some of that, bringing some of that R into the Pittsburgh.
0: Oh, yes, some of that redneck. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'll be having roadkill for dinner. So, uh, what have you been up to this week, my main man Jordan? Well, I mean, besides watching uh, the movie we're going to be talking about. Uh, pretty, you know, pretty
1: standard standard stuff. I guess the biggest development uh, uh over here was I am now a Switch owner. Yes, one of us. One of us. <laughs> Took a while. I've always and and here's the thing, it's not like I'm down on Nintendo. I like Nintendo just fine, but I've always been a one console kind of guy, you know. I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan of commitment and I, and I, and I and I and I saddled up with PlayStation a long time ago and I haven't looked back since. Um, but my fiance's is uh, big into her switch and, and she would play, or she'll, she'll play a uh, switch while she's watching TV, while she's doing laundry, while she's, you know, playing cards, What It's like, it's like a switch and it's a, it's a nice little combo there. And then for a while there I was, I was getting a little jealous, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, it looks, looks kind of cool. You know, being able to multitask like that. And I guess I talked about it enough, bugged her enough. She went out and bought me one. Um, so yeah, she went out and bought me a, a switch light. So I've been I've, I've, I've been doing that
0: uh, quite a bit uh, these past few days. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Look at her coming through. Mm-hmm. Look, all these people out there and be like, "Ooh, I need to get me one of her. Give me one of them." <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I
1: got her. So you know, I guess they can just look look elsewhere. I don't I, I don't know, but yeah, no, she's uh,
0: she's pretty great. Yeah. On yeah. Look on that plenty of fish. That that tin door. <laughs> tin door is that is that like for D and D kids or something? <laughs> Take the ring to Mount
1: Tindor. Oh man, I hope there's a tin door out there. I I I just I I. The hope you've just given me—I really hope there's there's—and
0: your profile app. is like, what character do you all? Oh, role? yeah, have a level twelve yeah. paladin. <laughs> and
1: you meet like as your character, you know.
0: <laughs> we and just like, made a dating app for larpers. Yes. This is what oh did.
1: god, yeah, that's that that's where it's at. I really hope that exists. That's got to <laughs> exist. If it doesn't exist, let's make it.
0: Look, app creators, uh, hit us up. We want to yeah. make Tindor the next <laughs> big dating app for all of us uh, geeks and nerds. Uh, like, uh, in all fairness, I play D and D. Jordan, like, he's dabbled. He's stuck a toe in. But like, I've, I've d and dabbled in it. You know. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't like that one at all. Uh, but Tendor needs to be a thing. It needs to be on the market yesterday. And uh, we'll make we'll make big money grips off of that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, besides the tornado that's happening behind me, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just been uh, doing some home reno. I uh, sorted my comic books, which, believe it or not, that takes hours. Um, I have four comic book boxes about to have to buy a fifth. Um, I have a pull list that every month I usually get about six to seven comics religiously and then i always wander around the store and just grab something usually from the cell bin or something that has caught my eye i'm not afraid to start in the middle of a series because i'm like none of it will matter in three issues anyway um mm. so uh yeah I, I redid my comic uh my comic list uh have been playing a lot of switch as well um those of us who follow us on Instagram at grown men watch will see that you and I have been playing some Red Dead Redemption online. We
1: have been. We have yes. Been, we've been uh, you know playing some poker. We've been uh, uh, taming some horses um, and uh, and and just really just you know sharing a horse, sharing a saddle or two um, yeah. uh, <laughs> out in that out in that wilderness. So because
0: yeah, sometimes it's mind. better to just ride together.
1: Sometimes it is you got you well, you got to give your horse a break, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what. It is. So uh, so yeah. I mean, com- your comic book collection sounds pretty insane. I, I'm going to be honest. I was never really a comic book kid. I mean, I liked the characters and, and stuff like that. But as far as like keeping up with it, I was never going to like a like a comic book store was never kind of my thing. Um, I uh, I had. Uh, I was always like, I had like, like if something came out in a series, right? I always had like the third volume, you know what I mean? Or like the fifth. I I'd never had the complete one. And I, I remember getting comics as like gifts or going out. if there's like a, we go to a drugstore and my dad's like, here's a comic motherfucker. You know, just thinking I was into that kind of stuff, which I mean, again, into the characters, but not really following the the comic storylines or anything like that so that's just a whole realm that and doctor who just a whole realm of stuff that i just never never really got into for some reason
0: yeah i um actually funko pops got me back in the comic book store like some little big-headed things i love them I love okay. them. Okay. Remember, they were at the top of my cake. They were they were yeah. on top of my cake I do remember uh, at my wedding. Uh, yeah, so Funko Pops got me back into the comic book store, and ever since then, I was like, ooh. Uh, so I've been, I mean, when we moved up here, it took me a while to find a comic book store that I liked, because all the comic book stores were actually like, if a comic book store is more than like 15 minutes away, I'm usually like, meh, mm-hmm. I can wait, right? Mm-hmm. But then they opened a comic book store literally eight blocks away from me which is dangerous because I literally have to pass it anytime I come home from anywhere the way, like where I live, there's a bridge that connects, um, there connects, I guess, mainland Pittsburgh to like my neighborhood. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you have to cross this bridge to go in and out, uh, which is terrible if the apocalypse were to happen because we'd be stuck like Chuck. We'd have to go some weird ass back way and probably still die. But, um, I have to pass over this thing called the waterfront uh, every day. Uh, and down there is, you know, your Chick-fil-A, your McDonald's. Your, uh used to be Best Buy, but mm-hmm. the comic book store actually moved into Best Buy. That's how many comics they have. It's amazing. Uh, and so I go there. Uh, and I have a little pull list that I can uh, update on my phone. Uh, I go in there and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm here to pick up comics for TJ." And they're like, "Oh, here's twelve of them." And I'm like, "Take my money," uh, and it's why great. Why do you
1: turn into, Why do you sound like a muppet in your own in your own <laughs>
0: narrative of your life? Because you know, like I made fun of nerds too. I'm making fun of myself. <laughs> so, that's it. Oh. so the the
1: temptation is
0: real for you. No, oh, the temptation is so real. Uh, I, get that, I get that. I pass so the
1: tire I've, shop on my way home every, uh, every day.
0: That's 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 your comics tires.
1: I mean, new tires are my favorite smell in the world. So I always are they really? Oh yeah, it's my. It's, uh, the smell of new tires is my 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 favorite thing ever. I always stop in there and just trying to get a whiff, you know. And and uh, I'm not allowed in there anymore. I kept going in there and sniffing shit.
0: So. I was like, that explains your uh, fascination with roadkill. <laughs> I'm
1: sure there's a correlation there, but I have I'm not I'm not ready to unpack that yet, Doctor.
0: <laughs> um, great, great. Well, um, now that we know that you're strange, uh, we can we can actually start to talk Sound about like what we mother. Yeah. So I, oh, don't put that on me. <laughs> no, I'm but, kidding. I'm kidding. She never said that. There's only so many crosses I can bear. That's not one of them. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, so. This week, uh this week this this movie came at us in like at like the thirteenth hour, right? We almost to to let everyone know, like we almost rolled into this week unsure of what movie to watch because we were kind of I wouldn't say bickering. We were we were we were weighing our options, right? Mm-hmm. Uh mostly because the last two movies have been animated. Jordan already said in the first in the first episode, he's like, he doesn't really get behind anime movies, although we know that he loves the trolls. But um, I do love those trolls. But uh, so I was like, okay, we need to watch a live action movie. And, and we were like, what live action movie is there out there? And then you came through. Who told you, who told you to, to have us watch this movie?
1: God um I, oh. you know, I, I don't, it just kind of came you know i in a uh, dream yeah it came to me in a dream no uh well because you think live action and immediately you know my head goes uh you know sandlot uh mighty ducks you know
0: um uh, fun fact about here. the mighty ducks that i found out uh oh. from from my really good australian friend uh who might be listening who knows but he'll know who he is uh you know who he is, uh, but yeah. in Australia they called the Mighty Ducks champions. That's what the first movie was called, Champions. Uh, and guess what? The second movie is called Mighty Ducks Two. It makes no sense.
1: Wow, really? I, I was going <laughs> to say like championers or something like that. You know, like no,
0: it's Mighty Ducks Two. Wow,
1: wow. Well, they are champions, so that that's fitting.
0: Yeah, true. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so yeah, stuff like that. You know, Mighty Ducks, Sandlot, those types of movies. Those are the kinds of things that 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 would come into my head when I'd be thinking about a live action kids movie. And, and, you know, but that's the stuff that we grew up with as kids, you know, and the point of this show is, is, is us as grown men looking at stuff that's happening right now. Uh, and so uh, just searching live action uh, kids movies. And this was one of the first things that popped up. I was on the couch. I was sitting next to, next to my fiance and, and, uh, and she, and, and I was like, Hey, what about Dora in the Lost city of gold? And, and I don't know why she just goes,
0: fuck. Yeah. did she watch it with you
1: she did uh and 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 that's that's how it happened i guess and then i texted you and said hey how about this
0: um and then and i was like i was was like yeah okay now tell me uh what was your initial reaction you know a couple years ago uh what a couple, almost three, four years ago, when they announced that they were going to do a, a live-action Dory the Explorer movie, because I, I, you know, you see that stuff on the internet all the time, and you're like, okay, this is bullshit, this is bullshit. But uh, I remember when I saw the first trailer, I was like, they did it, they actually did it. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it was
1: a joke. You know, I, I thought, uh, you know, we see kind of this stuff a lot where you have these uh, fan made trailers. Uh, they did it with the Power Rangers uh, with James Vanderbeek. Um, before before that live action, the newer Power Rangers movies came out. Uh, they did a Mortal Kombat one uh, with with Michael J. White at one point. Um, and when I saw this for the first time, I was like, this this is a this is a really well made, well crafted joke. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Given given Dora the Lara Croft spin, um, yeah, I didn't really buy it. And 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 then as time went on, I was like, holy shit, this is real. <laughs> you know, like. It's a lot like becoming a parent for the first time. You know? <laughs> you're kind of like, ah, okay. Oh, this yeah, is the joke. Whatever. Yeah, not this is a joke, but like, okay, yeah, whatever. Sure, sure, whatever, whatever. And then that then then when that when that baby comes out, you know what I mean? For the first time. I think when you're in that hospital, then it clicks in, you're like, Oh, oh, this whole time this, this this was a real thing that was happening, you know, a person was being made. Um, so yeah, I kind of equate uh discovering that this movie was real. Uh, to, to to me becoming a father for the first time
0: Wow um, mm. I don't have that strong a feeling About it um, <laughs> Personally uh, I I So for me Dora the, My interaction with Dora has always been Like through my nieces and nephews uh, Because even though Like I would run home Not home I would go to my dorm and watch Wonder Pets In the middle of the day Because Wonder Pets is kind of jamming Um uh, See how I would know what that is. Oh, it's great! Uh, Wander Pets is great. It's a it's a a baby duck, a gerbil, and a turtle that all get together and save other pets around the world, and they live in like a preschool. It doesn't matter.
1: You said, but, a, you uh, said a duck, a gerbil. That's a dream team right there.
0: I know, and they have and look, it's it's great. Uh, Let me tell you, you, you know, I, I have any about, animals
1: coming to save me, and it's not a duck, a gerbil, or a turtle. I don't even want anything to do with it.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they they get a phone call on their little string phone, on their string cup phone, and they go and say, baby animals. It's amazing. Um, But uh, I would watch that because that that had music throughout the whole entire thing, and it was kind of fun, and uh, the animation was interesting. Um, But uh, when Dora came on, I'd be like, nope, turn this off, right? Uh, And my niece, she used to have this Dory the Explorer table with, like, a boots, a Dora, a swiper, and uh, a map chair, Right. And that's where we'd have our little picnic, uh, our little picnics or tea parties whenever I'd go over her house. And uh, for the longest time, oh, when she was little, all she would say is mm, 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 delicioso. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, how's the food? Delicioso. She would yeah. say that every time. Um, and so I got really tired of Dora the Explorer. Um, and, you know, it had that. It had the It felt like the Blue's Clues after our time, right? Where it was, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to talk directly to you. I'm going to ask you to do a thing. Which way, like, which I get. I get that whole interaction, education stuff. But it was definitely, at the time it came out, it was not for me uh, at all. Um, mm-hmm. Nor did I uh, really like it. Because, uh, I mean, truthfully, I would still watch Blue's Clues. But that was for more, like, nostalgia and sentimentality, right? Um Rather, are you laughing at me for watching oh, Blue's hey, Clues? Hey, I'm
1: not. No, I'm not. Loud. You know, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just taking notes over here.
0: If it's the middle of the day in the summer and there ain't nothing, it's either Jerry Springer, Days of Our Lives, or Blue's Clues. I'm watching Blue's Clues.
1: I got to go Days of Our Lives on that one.
0: Okay, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well. That's fine. Uh, but To each their uh, own. Yeah, so, but I would watch Blue's Clues out of nostalgia. Uh, mostly just being like, oh, this show's still on. That's kind of fun. Um, but uh, Dora, I couldn't get behind. Uh, and then there was the Diego show, Go Diego, Go. Uh, and then after Dora the Explorer, because, you know, Dora taught a slew of children Spanish, uh, uh, you know, rudimentary Spanish. And so they started, uh, I think Ni Hao is the show to teach children beginning mandarin and so there were these language shows that came out and that's basically what Dora became um and my niece she would learn these words and I'd be like great but she, of course she doesn't use them anymore except for delicioso mm-hmm. um so you know that's kind of where I come from with with my interaction with Dora so when they're like this is going to be a movie I was like there is nothing in this universe that has a string long enough to stretch over 90 minutes. I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is just going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, that, and I didn't necessarily have like the most faith in Nickelodeon live action movies. Cause the last one, I did not like Nacho Libre. That was a Nickelodeon movie, right?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: I think that was what I don't, man,
1: it's been so long since I've it. I have seen, I remember thinking it was, it was pretty good. I think I saw that movie with my uncle. But Nacho Libre,
0: yeah. No- Nacho Libre was a Nickelodeon movie, and I was just like, eh, like I didn't get it.
1: Yeah, well, it's that it's that really particular kind of humor, you know. Um, but yeah, I hear you on the doors stuff. You know, it wasn't really it. It was. I mean, it came out in what ninety nine. So I was depending on when it came out, I was either twelve or thirteen at the time, um, and just kind of too cool for school. You know what I mean? Just didn't really. I mean, all, all really a lot of that Nick Jr. stuff. And I I remember. I remember face, you know that. Mm-hmm. Her, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sounded just like that man. And he, he he would like become your TV and talk about peanut butter sandwiches and shit like that. It's funny. It's I remember me, face. Yeah, just yeah, just like can you do that again? It's me face. <laughs> yeah. if I'm ever having a bad day, I'm going to call you up and have you do that for me. That that really. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool, man. I like that. But no, I so I I, I would I would stay uh, at my at my grandma and grandpa's house for the day, and they would just put Nick Jr. on, you know what I mean. And 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 I think Face really scared my grandpa. Like he he would come back inside from <laughs> he would come back inside from tending to his tomato patch, and he and he's like, "What? Why is the TV talking?" You know, and stuff like this. It was really kind of really kind of strange for him. But yeah, I never really. Never really got into the Dora stuff. I, I, I think my little sister did. I could be wrong. Um, I didn't really care about what she was getting into at the, t- at the time. So I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know. But I, I do know that uh, my daughter got into Dora for a bit. And, and, and this is where my relationship with Dora really started um, because she would watch that and everything talks in that show. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Um, You got the monkey that talks. You got the fox that talks. You got the backpack that talks, the map, the shovel, and all the other things that she comes in contact with. So I remember that was the first run-in my daughter had with uh, inanimate objects having uh, personalities and character and, and faces and stuff like that. So that was the moment where she would then pretend every little thing you know what I mean, that, that was around her, that was in the house, was, was was alive and could talk, but she had me do the voices for everything. So, I mean, I had to, you know, provide the voices for, you know, whatever backpack she wanted to use as the door backpack, whatever spoons we had lying around, uh, Ottomans, uh, you know, bookshelves, things like that. So, and it was, it was exhausting. It was, that was the hardest I've ever worked in my entire life was 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 bringing life <laughs> to household objects and it's because of dora man so for the longest time dora was the bane of my existence
0: mm. i'm over it now though are, are you
1: yeah i think so
0: I mean, give me your best uh, dora universe voice
1: uh what's that what's that troll I'm the grumpy old troll. Living under that, the bridge. That one. There you go. <laughs> that, that 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 big orange bastard. He's like such
0: let's imagine your daughter comes in, she points to the microphone that you're speaking into right now. She says, What does that mic sound like? I help your daddy
1: sound better.
0: Oh like, wow. Wow. You yeah. look, you have a future. Okay. You have a future with uh the creation of inanimate object voices. I just want to let that be known right now. I'm going to speak it out into the universe. It's going to become true. Law of attraction, all that stuff. So
1: You're talking about the secret. Hey, you want to? You want you want to
0: hear my spoon voice? Hey, yes, I want to hear a spoon voice. Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> just- <laughs> That's all That's
1: mm-hmm. the only word that this, the the spoon was like the group of our household. You know what I
0: mean? Cereal, just like just over. <laughs> Is that really in the show? Is is spoon really in the show? It's 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 in our show, man. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it's not. I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's a spoon in Dora, but
0: I'm but there sure. should be.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying it's because of Dora that I had to, you know, provide the character in the and the. Uh,
0: and you created cereal. You, you you created spoon that says cereal. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of you.
1: No, oh, thank you, man. My crowning
0: achievement. Yeah, again, like that's all you got. You can't, you can't go higher than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> I, look, you're at the, you've reached your peak. You've peaked. Yeah. Let's just put you down now. Put you in the ground. Uh, yeah. I don't want that for you. Um, yeah. So this this whole entire mm. thing seemed like a fever dream when it was announced. And then the first question I had is like, who is this for? Right? Because instantly you mm. said. Like you said, this has like the Laura Croft, like the trailer gave this Laura Croft treatment. And I was like, mm. no, and then no. I was like, I'm too old for this movie. Uh, I'm not going to go see this on day one. But little known fact about this crazy, crazy movie. Do you want to know how much money this movie made? How much money did this movie make, TJ? One hundred and twenty million dollars worldwide. Wow. Because how much money it took them to, to make it?
1: how much money did it take to make it TJ
0: 49 million so they made bank Ooh, they got a little cheddar but yeah look they made bank wow. like it's crazy um so i mean it wasn't a bad investment uh, obviously somebody was watching this movie mm-hmm. and honestly i think that people were pleasantly surprised by this film uh, it caught me off guard um numbers don't lie but
1: yeah i uh so i'll say yeah i was i, I was pretty surprised with it too myself watching it
0: well the thing that is always weird to me is that uh how do you the, the question always lives like how do you take something like this property and turn it into a feature film that everyone's going to want to watch right um because nickelodeon properties are Nickelodeon properties kind of live in this weird space. Like we can't forget that Nickelodeon was still the the channel that produced and aired Ren and Stimpy, right? So Nickelodeon properties are either like for kids or sometimes you're like, this is uh buried adult humor. That should probably live on Cartoon Network or something like that. That's but, a good um, point.
1: That's a good point because I remember a lot of that stuff when we were kids. Like there was Ren and Stimpy, and um, also uh, Pete and Pete, The Adventures, and
0: Kablam.
1: Boy. Yeah, like those shows that were kind of kind of ahead of their time. You know what I mean? And and I remember uh, uh, Pete and Pete and and some other shows like it would always air on on Sundays
0: because it's like they didn't know where to
1: put them you know.
0: Yeah. You can't put them you can't put them on Thursday night. No, yeah. absolutely not. You put them on a Sunday afternoon when the big kids are inside and the little kids are outside. Yeah. But yeah. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I I part of me wondered if this was just a cash grab and if this movie had anything like intelligent to say. Uh mm-hmm. which, you know, that's still debatable, but the they <laughs> it's debatable and we will debate it. But yeah, uh I'm super interested to hear what you think about this film uh and your time with it uh I watched it this morning you watched it this morning too right
1: yeah we did I I think I watched it a little bit after you did you 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 had texted me said saying you just watched it as I was starting it up so
0: yeah yeah I woke up early this morning so that way I could watch it so I was fresh-faced and without Mm -hmm. judgment you know yeah um before but yeah, the, so, before the day disappoints you, you want yeah. to <laughs> before the bitterness yeah. rises.
1: Yeah. I start having like a lot of self doubt around two p.m. So I got to get all my shit done before that.
0: Yeah, something about that three thirty hump that I'm just like, ooh, life is hard. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I say that uh, after a quick break, you and I just dive in talk Let's about this it. mess uh it. delicioso delicioso <laughs> uh yeah uh, as a matter of fact i'm gonna get myself a delicioso drink uh this week i'm gonna be doing some strawberry moonshine with a, with a twist of lemon over ice uh it's not great it's not great it's just what i have in the house right now nice you gonna do another like nasty ass Lone Star? <laughs> and go. I, I pretty
1: much go with whatever I can grab, but I will say that my fiance recently acquired us uh, some moonshine pickles. Mm. Um, so it's just like it sounds. So
0: you you were just listing things, and she like on the li- all all of our listeners who are not married are sitting there thinking like I need to get me one of them. She got you a switch. She getting you moonshine pickles. What's happening?
1: Yeah, well, to be fair, the moonshine pickles, I think, I think are for her, but she she, she lets me get a spear every now and again. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, but yeah, no, she's uh, she's pretty great. So yeah, I am gonna go just grab whatever I grab and then um, invite listeners to do the same, and then we'll dive into this
0: weird, wonderful self- movie, self referential, uh, bizarre, oddly wonderful romp. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, which is a lot like your children, I guess. You
0: know, you hear that that dog is tap <laughs> dancing, you gotta go yeah. pet it, you yeah. gotta go pet it. <laughs> all right, all right, we will be back after this break. We will, guess who's back, uh, uh, back again, uh, uh, yes, we're back. I don't know why, uh, don't sue us, Eminem. That was a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> was that what you were trying? To, I thought you were trying to do like Dora does and
1: have a song for everything.
0: No, I was trying to be uh, the pinnacle of white rappers, um, and I failed. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, quick uh, uh, addendum to my drink selection: I found some fruit punch soda in the kitchen as well, so I got a little squeeze lemon, some strawberry moonshine. And then I added the Fruit Punch Soda. So it doesn't taste anything like alcohol, which is dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that's how we roll Mm. uh, on a Sunday afternoon. So (laughs) this movie, let's talk about this movie. Jordan. Yes. From the very beginning, uh, I thought that this was going to be a train wreck. (laughs) I was convinced that you had... That you had tied me to the tracks, <laughs> and, that, and that you were selling me down the river, yeah. and that you knew what was going to happen, and not show up this weekend. And be like, yeah, I didn't watch that nonsense. I knew it was going to be garbage. Yeah,
1: no, dude. I I I I thought it was too. No, trust. I was not over there twirling my mustache like, haha, ha. I got this motherfucker now. Like it wasn't anything like that. It was like, I, So I and I I had no idea what this movie was going to be. I really did. You know. Um,
0: and when if, you, it, if you had to describe it like Elevator Pitch using other movies as reference, like what would you say? I would say
1: that this is – I mean because it, it has the Dora stuff in there, but it's like Dora meets Indiana Jones meets
0: – Cody Banks
1: meets – Yeah, or Dunstan
0: Checks In or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? It, it was uh it was surprising like the beginning of the the beginning of the movie uh was my first sign that we might be okay because they have this really self-referential opening where it says like all the events in this movie are real the people are real mm-hmm. except for that foxes don't swipe brought to you by the american council of foxes or something like that
1: yeah so that really kind of meta aspect that this movie greeted you with i i i thought was pretty cool and then but when it started, and and I guess because I had I had seen that trailer and I had like heard about things, but it had been so long, and I you know so many things have happened since then. But when the movie started, and and it's, and it's and it's Dora the age that the age that she she was in the in the in the show that at least that I remember, and Diego and mirroring, you know what I mean, the, the opening and stuff. I was like, oh man, I, I can't do this. You know, yeah, like, the
0: 3D I, animated talking backpack was nightmare fuel. Scared the shit out of me. I, like, I never, I never been
1: scared that early on a Sunday morning. Like, I was, it was terrifying.
0: I was you know? all the CGI. I was like, this is nightmare fuel. This is this is designed mm-hmm. to give children these like terrible visions of what the world actually is.
1: Yeah, or like, hey kids, you want to know what acid feels like? You know, like it was, it was awful.
0: You know the, the talking map, the 3D jaguar, and I was like, "This cannot be it. Mm-hmm. This is not the whole movie. I, yeah. I won't live. I won't mm-hmm. make it through." Uh, yeah. But then, like, they quickly turn it to where, no, it's a stuffed jaguar. Boots is real, which is weird. Uh, his uh, he still looks like a garbage fire, um, but then like it shows them in their little in their little uh, cardboard jeep driving around, and it's all make believe, and I was like. Okay. Yeah. Thank you like you yeah. instantly explained the whole cartoon universe in like one picture mm-hmm. and it grounded it in a way that I thought was like extremely unexpected. Uh and then I was like okay, I might be able to to make it. Yeah. And and yeah, no, I, I I hear you. And and when that
1: happened, it's like I, I just gripped my fiance as at, almost like we were just in a car accident together, but everyone was okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, oh thank God you're all right. You know, stuff like that. So yeah. Um that that was that was refreshing uh to see. Yeah. But then it introduces uh we got Dora's parents in there, Michael Pena, who I think i I'll watch that dude uh in anything. Um and, and Eva, Longoria, Eva Longoria, and I'll watch her. In anything, mm-hmm. and and then uh, I still kind of keeping with some of the self-referential things. How Dora looked and speaking of delicioso, right? She looks at the camera. They're eating. They're all hanging out, palling around uh, uh, at the at the table, and, and and she's like, "Ooh, delicioso!" And she looks straight at the camera, kind of breaks that. And she's wall. like, "Can
0: you say delicioso?" And they're all looking at her like, "Why does she do that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so I think what that moment did was sort of establish the humor, you know that mm-hmm. that this movie was going to was going to have in it because that stuff that's just looking back at, at the at the original show that stuff was just part of the show's identity you know it's part of the show's world and here it's like making it part of the show's identity but having the other characters call her out on it or at least react to it in a way that's like okay this ain't natural there's something wrong with her you know right um or at least not maybe wrong but you know what i mean it's something kind of uh, different uh, and 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 it's actually something that that the movie uh, uh, held onto throughout throughout its entirety, um, which
0: I, which made it a stronger movie for it because it didn't let go of the the tongue. It was tongue in cheek the whole time. It was poking fun, like it knew that there were skeptics like us watching it, and they're like, "Okay, we got to give them what they want, but we also have to uh, recognize that we understand it's ridiculous too." Right,
1: right. And and I think a lot of that. This does what I think every. I'll go. Ahead. every family movie should do is, you know, have something in there. Obviously, the kids are the target audience, but have something in there for the parents that are going to be watching or the adults that, that want to watch it. Uh, and that is all with the casting, you know, put put Michael Payne and Eva Longoria in there. Give give gives people like you and I uh, an in, you know,
0: and, and Boots is voice voiced
1: by Danny Trejo later uh, on. When and that happened. It's like the clouds parted. You know and we'll and get
0: swiper through. is Benicio del toro,
1: yeah, a little underused for my for my liking in
0: this no movie. no swiper should have been gone, swiper should have been cut, swiper should not have existed, so i this is this is uh oh god, i'm so glad we 're talking about this from the jump because so much of this movie, like they do such a job a good job of establishing like the realism and the, and the danger in this movie. Mm -hmm. And they ground it in such a way that makes you believe like it doesn't make you believe, but it feels like an Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones is always exciting because you always feel like they, like they could die. Right. Um, and they mention death quite a lot in this movie, might I add. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, one of my favorite lines is, uh, later on, one of the friends says, uh, this looks like a place, uh, that, uh, that we could die and dora says well if you think about it every place is a place where someone could die yeah yeah i think this is great um but yeah the swiper should not have been in this movie at all well hold on before we before we unpack that let's let's look at so the characters that
1: we have in here that are from here we have we have dora uh, yes we have diego and and you know just so just so listeners know like this movie it only has little Dora in it for a for, for a bit in the beginning. It, like it, ten it, minutes. Yeah, it flashes up to high school age. Uh, Dora ten years later, and Diego. Yeah, so so we have Dora, we have Diego. Uh, at this point, the the we, we have Backpack kind of as a character, but doesn't talk, um, and it kind of looks like it has a face. Uh, there's Boots, who we mentioned. Uh, there there there's there's Swiper, um, and Swiper again underused for my take for my liking shouldn't have been used at all uh for yours it's funny because i thought that the alejandro character um was originally it was going to be like the human version of swiper if that which he should have sense. been because he had that because swiper wore that hamburglar ass mask it <laughs> hamburglar mask not not a mask of a hamburgers ass but you know what i mean um and 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 when we first see alejandro he has he has that blue bandana a- around him and i was like okay so are they trying to like turn swiper into into a into a person in this version of the story
0: i can kind of buy that um but you think that there should have been no swiper whatsoever there should have been absolutely zero swiper zero because um like I said, they establish the, the realism of the world and the the, the majority of the plot, uh, revo- the the whole entire plot uh, revolves around Dora's parents have been searching for the city of Periparta uh, Peripata for Paripata, which is so yeah. fun to
1: say like yeah. like every throughout this entire movie I was just like Parapata.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah they've been searching for the city of ancient Inca gold for uh, a long time big old golden uh, monkey. big old golden monkey. And then uh, 10 years later, Dora's like, I think I found the key to get there. And they're like, you know what? We found it before you, but it's cool that you feel that way. Uh, And we're going to go find it. And she's like, awesome. And they're like, but you're going to go to the city with your cousin Diego. Because Diego moved to California 10 years previous. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: And before they left, when they were kids, they broke a candy bar in half. And they were like,
1: so we'll always remember each other. Which... If you're going to be leaving someone for a long time,
0: don't break a candy bar. We can't find matching rocks, we can't find we're in mean, the forest.
1: Yeah. I mean, can't you just prick your finger like a like a normal kid, you know? I don't be breaking candy bars. Jordan put you crazy away. <laughs> you know, you know, like 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 blood packs and stuff like that, you
0: know? Oh, then we're not real friends. Uh- <laughs> Let's go get a let's get a blood packed in real quick. Yeah. Yeah, when I was leaving Texas I should have been like, Come here, I got a knife. Uh no <laughs> I knew there was something we forgot. Yeah. But um so yeah, they uh they're door goes uh and she is still the awkward she still talks like she does when she was six uh she but she knows a lot because her parents are professors she's socially awkward She is like the quintessential homeschool kid that we everyone thinks of which i thought that was really great for them to kind of give a voice to homeschool kids um and uh say like yeah they're extremely intelligent and uh and you might consider them socially inept, but they are completely aware of how mean you are to them. Uh, but are just trying their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so there's, there's that. And the parents are going to Peripata, uh, alone and, um, Dora's checking in with them. And when she first meets up with Diego, he is no longer this like fun adventure loving kid. He's like this, this like kid who's trying to be cool in high school. And now he's stuck with his, his, Dorky smoking, smoking doobies out back, you know. Smoking, he wasn't smoking a smoking
1: reefer under the bleachers and stuff. He's gonna he live will- in a van down by the river. <laughs> 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 he did. I didn't see that for Diego's future. Uh, but I totally I saw, did. I totally did. Look at this little fuck boy Diego over here.
0: I thought that you know? Diego was going to go. He was going to uh, graduate. He was going to go to some nice little community college. He was going to get his degree in like math or something like that and end up like behind uh on on a, on a phone helping someone with tech support at some point like that's who i saw Diego. if saw. it
1: wasn't for the events of this movie diego would have been living in a van down by the river i think we all know I mean, that but
0: why real quick why do you think there should have been no swiper in this movie though oh okay so i i understand that uh I think it's because like at the beginning we established that these things that are talking to them are the the manifestation of her mind, right? And Swiper is in that beginning thing, right? Uh mm-hmm. Swiper is at the beginning of this movie and is all in her imagination. So when Swiper really does show up and Swiper talks and no one questions it. I was like, okay, uh jumping the shark hardcore. Um Mm-hmm. Not only that, but then Swiper is in cahoots with these mercenaries? What does this fox who can stand up on two legs and talk get from these mercenaries who constantly treat him like crap? Um, yeah, I was just confused by his existence, especially because if Swiper can talk, then Boots should be able to talk. Uh, which, Boots does talk once, but Boots talks after Door falls down a hill, hill and hits her head on a rock. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's... There is some story established there to make it seem like she's hallucinating or she has a concussion. Um, yeah, but when Boots does talk, he
1: kind of lay, he lays down the law. He, like, drops science on her and sort of into the entire audience really talking about the entire theme of the movie. You know, Boots, we, we talk about in storytelling when you talk about, you know, creating characters, uh, that silent character. I mean, everyone is going to be waiting for that character to speak,
0: you know. Unless he's a monkey. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't talk? Like, no, I wasn't so in, waiting
1: for him to but speak. But in this world, you know what I mean? He's a monkey that talks. Boots talks.
0: But they established... For, oh, my God. They established so early on that, like, no. She talks to the monkey. And then they even have a, a thing at the beginning when they first flash forward 10 years where her and Boots are riding through the, through the jungle. She asks Boots a question. And then she responds in Boots's voice, which makes me be like, okay... You've already established that no boots does not talk, I don't which know. is why Swiper shouldn't talk. Swiper should not be in this movie.
1: No Swiper, I'm with you. But I, I honestly, but to my point, I think he was underutilized because his limited use raises those questions. You know, I think if he either should have been, you know, it should have been either whole hog or whole fox, I guess in this case, or not at all. You know what I mean? So I'm. Well, I'm, then I'm I'm, I'm. I'm gonna need for
0: you to explain like why this fox is talking. I need you're gonna have to have a B plot. I don't or have a plot. I don't. Plot. Mean,
1: I don't I, yeah. I mean, I, I hear maybe you know he's in a lab or something, something like that. I, I have no idea. But but the whole boots thing for me was like, okay, so boots does talk. Like we all know that we're waiting, waiting for him to talk. And then like as it's going on and boots isn't talking, um, we kind of forget about it. And then when he talks. You know, I mean, for for that first time, it's like, oh, yeah, this song. So I don't know if it was intentional or not, but that dramatic forward, that sort of building that, that, that suspense or building sort of that tension, waiting for Boots to finally speak. We forget about it and then it happens. And then when it happens, it all kind of makes sense. I like the fact
0: way. that that was the tension for you because for me, I was just like – OK, she hit a head way too hard. I mean, Not really, t- maybe, maybe tension was the wrong word, but I'm
1: just saying like, you know, just wait a, a, a dramatic forward, something that is propelling us. You know, what I mean, th- 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 throughout the action, we're waiting for something to happen. You know, uh, uh, someone says someone has a secret in a movie. Oh, well, we know that secret is going to get found out. You know, someone has a sealed box. Well, we know that box is going to get open. You know, someone has a monkey who talks but it's not? No, talking, no. who she
0: talks to, who she does the voice of, like that's, that's if she had if she had not done that voice in that scene of uh, like to mimic Boots' voice, I'd be with you a hundred percent. But to me, like they were doing such a quick job of dispelling all the other stuff that comes that came with the that came with the uh, the IP, right? They like they got rid of the talking backpack, they got rid of the map. Like none of those inanimate objects talk. Dora sings weird songs, and then she does Boots's voice. And my head was just like, "Okay, cool, that's gone now. It has been explained."
1: No, I agree, but they eliminated all that stuff. eliminating Boots's, uh, uh, you know, Boots's voice, or you know, the fact that Boots talks. They did that in a smart way, at least making you think that it was eliminated and then just to bring it back. And I don't think Boots actually talked. It was it was okay. still clearly in her head. But when okay. he does finally talk it's like, "Oh yeah, he talked in the original. They're bringing this back from, you know, it's the same it's 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 the same thing as whenever sort of little touchbacks to the to the source. The same thing when they get all all uh uh, uh LSD'd out by those Yeah, can uh, we talk about the the drug-induced
0: moment in this movie that also no. that also messed up the plot for me? <laughs> uh and i was like where is happening what what is time where is place oh so, so yeah so they're
1: they're they're going off their little wacky adventure and stuff like that and and yeah. and the group ends up getting well first, so the, the 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 adventure starts by dora diego and their two high school buddies now sammy and randy which the names are too close uh, uh phonetically for my liking um, and they go to this museum, and then they get lured down to this secret exhibit. Um, by could have could have could have spotted the shade uh, a mile away. Just how shady and 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 trusts everybody. She does. She does. And 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 honestly, back to what you're talking about, sort of her uh, uh, interaction with with high school and the high school kids, and just 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 you know. Uh, city life in general, that sort of fish out of water thing. I was really into that, and I, honestly, I could have used it a little bit more of that. I mean, it would have made the movie longer, or I guess they could have they could have cut out some other stuff. Maybe I don't know. And, and with your argument, cutting out the 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 swiper stuff to make more room, I would have liked to have seen Dora in class more. I would have liked to have seen Dora. I don't know. At, in, at at lunch, we didn't get that classic
0: cafeteria scene. Well, I'm glad in, because it skipped. Like, I'm I'm actually happy that it missed some of those well worn beats because that because I wonder how much more of this movie because the second that she leaves the jungle, the question that I instantly have is how is she going to get back? Right? Because she's on the cover of the movie poster in her outfit like in the jungle with a torch, right? So we know that she's getting there. Uh, I was actually surprised at how quickly they had her leave the jungle, Mm -hmm. especially because there was no expectation that she was going to leave. I thought it was really... I actually thought it was kind of smart how they got her back um, to the jungle. Um, And I think that they did a really good job of establishing, like, uh, Sammy and Randy. Uh, Sammy's the girl who... uh, Wants to run everything, thinks that she's the smartest in the school. Uh, uh, and no one likes her because of that. And then Dora shows up uh, with more knowledge uh, and is more uh, exact than than Sammy. And that makes Sammy so mad. Uh, and Randy is just like, I'm an awkward kid. Uh, Dora doesn't see that awkwardness as like a, a barrier. So she becomes friends with him or she at least talks to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I thought that they the school became exactly what it needed to uh, because the school was not only like a, meat meet cute for everybody, but it also showed uh, what I feel is the, uh, the evolution of one of the most important relationships and that was between Dora and Diego. And the fact that he has distanced himself from that uh, life in the jungle and who she is as a person. And now, now that they're forced back together, he's not sure how to deal with it. Um, so I loved, I thought the school stuff was like just the right amount of time. And if we had been there any longer, I, I fear that this would have slipped into one of those. It would have been like the run of the mill uh, high school adventure thing. Uh, because the the thing that makes the the journey interesting is that she doesn't have that much interaction with either Sammy or Randy before they all get. Lured down into a basement of a natural history museum, and then thrown into a crate, a crate, and then shipped to the rainforest.
1: I mean, I hear you, but I just—I don't know. I just think I could have done with establishing uh, these secondary characters a little bit more, and sort of Dora's relationship to them, and and how they fit into this grand adventure. Uh, like, there's this moment, and and the only moment that I can think of is with Randy. Uh, it flashes up to the, the winter dance or winter formal or something like that. Uh, at the high school, this is before the, the adventure happens. And Randy talks about, he can hold his breath, you know, and stuff like that. How long? That was
0: the best moment. Uh, I yeah. can hold my breath so, for seven minutes. I yeah. spend a lot of time at the community pool. Find out if, uh if you pretend to be drowning, you get attention. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, it was great. And, and, you know, and, and they say like, whenever you're creating a character or whenever, you know, you you have a character who is really good at something, there's no reason to show it that or talk about that unless it's going to come to fruition a little bit later on, you know, and it does because they have to do some shit in the water with the sluice gate. uh, And, and Randy's the only one who could who could stay down long enough uh, uh, to, 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 to take care of it. Um, But I, I think this wasn't as character driven as I think it could have been because we didn't spend enough time like we didn't I didn't really get a sense that Diego and Dora's relationship was as fractured as I think the movie wanted me to think it was.
0: I he felt calls her a random. weirdo on campus like when you're 16 and like your best friend's your cousin and your cousin's like now I'm stuck with you you weirdo like that's heart wrenching.
1: Yeah, weirdo. I mean, stuff like that. But like, it I did. It didn't have that one moment. And I'm not. I'm not saying that this movie should have been all Dora in high school, or this movie should have been half in high school, half in the jungle. You know, I'm just saying I would have liked like one moment where like Dora realizes in high school, like you know, wow, like I really have lost everything with this kid, and 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 none of these people like me and stuff like that. And then we would have had this building up of the relationship between Randy and Sammy who represent all of high school and then this rebuilding of a relationship between Dora and Diego.
0: Well, I have a question for you then, because I think that I almost feel like that request is counterintuitive to the genre that this movie falls into, which is the the question is like, what genre does this fall into? Because I think that's where it might fall short is that it's trying, I feel like it's trying to be three genres at once.
1: I feel like it's trying
0: to, I feel like it's trying, it's trying to be that action adventure movie. Mm -hmm. It's trying to be that light, um, like, uh, kid quest comedy sort of thing. Uh, but then it's also trying to be this, uh, it's also trying to be like this weird, heartfelt family film. But and then there there are times when all three of those try to exist in the same space, and they can't, yeah,
1: well, no, I, I agree with you. This movie does have an identity problem, and i off as we were watching it, i I was wondering, would this movie still exist if it didn't have if it wasn't attached to the i p this oh, absolutely not yeah and and but. You know, again, like we didn't get this moment of like the moment that I'm talking about, the moment that I really wanted. I know Diego like throws shade and he's like, "Oh, she's a weirdo. She's she's an embarrassment. She's stuff like that." But we never got like that, like Diego saying, "Like I just, you know, I wish you would leave. I I don't want you here. Like you're so, you know, all these kinds of things. Like like destroying Dora. You know. But I know we couldn't have got that because of the target." audience or at least who i think the target audience is
0: right because then then diego just becomes uh he, he becomes unforgivable uh at that point at least for you know be like no he's mean like no True, he's just mean. But i mean I,
1: I think of myself at that age and i'm sure i said some shit or did some shit that like looking back on it now it's like oh my god like how the hell you know,
0: did people forgive me?
1: Yeah, you know, just but just, just doing stupid kid shit. Um, but yeah, I, I to answer your question, man, I I, I guess I can't answer your question. I don't know there were so many things as like a grown man watching this, like that I wanted the story to do so many levels that I wanted the story to have because of what I think the story's intent was. Um, because again, with that moment when when Boots finally does talk and he says, you know, you're not a kid anymore but you're not you're not grown up. It's a weird time. And I think I don't know in a weird way that's kind of it's identifying the audience for this movie. You know what I mean? It's like they're not mm-hmm. kids, they're not grown up, you know? Like this is kind of so on the one hand I appreciate that this movie is sort of playing that middle ground, but it does make for a narratively jarring experience one where the valleys aren't as low as they could be um and the peaks
0: aren't as high right this this movie definitely uh this definitely felt like a movie that if you were going to take it to a um if you were going to take it to a, a class uh a screenwriting class you could identify where each act began Right. And I mean, like, mm-hmm. like starkly uh, and because the acts are so disjointed um, yeah. Act two, act two uh, has the most fun for sure. Uh, all the jungle stuff is fun. The fact that there's a there's a whole entire moment where uh, what, what was I watching? I was watching the show called Dave. On Hulu, uh and if you don't watch Dave on Hulu, you absolutely should it's hilarious, so yeah and and Dave, they talk about how James Bond never poops in movies, uh, and then there's this whole entire moment where Sammy, as they're walking through the jungle, says that she ah. has to she has to poop mm-hmm. uh and uh which I was like, I see. Nickelodeon leaning into that poop humor but then they have this like long drawn out scene where Dora's like it's okay you have to poop because like it's medically necessary and I'm gonna dig you a poop hole and sing you a poop hole song and uh pull this shovel out of the backpack which we're gonna talk about the backpack after this uh and uh Sammy and then like they start getting attacked by by uh, these arrows from these lost guardians that are protecting the ancient city in the in the jungle, and
1: as is 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 doing is pooping, things, which yeah, I, I I was kind of unsure of the like the tone of that. I was like, this is kind of toilet humor, but it's also not. It's like, is this like an educational like oh everyone poops that that kids book or whatever like like kind of talking about. You know the 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 medical need to go to the bathroom. It was it, it was really weird, and 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 what? But this was the moment, TJ, that bugged me throughout the rest of the movie, and it, I don't know if it should have, but I I couldn't I couldn't shake it. This was my one glaring
0: issue. My the fact opinion. that she never wiped herself yes yes
1: the, like so, <laughs> so she so she's she's doing her thing and she's like singing it cuts to her she's like you know hovering over the hole or whatever and she and she's singing the song that doris sang and all these errors and then like people the, the you know everyone else is running down and they see her and she's like look away and, and they're like hey we got to go now and she just pulls her pants and starts running and the rest of the movie so you're talking about how in this show they talk about how James Bond never poops. Well, in this one, she never wiped, and 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 the entire the rest <laughs> of the you know. And I, I was sitting there trying to track, like, oh, she probably could have wiped there, but no, that never that moment never happened because it was just constant, you know, bam, bam, bam. This happens. This happens. This happens. This happens. And and man, I like that poor girl. The discomfort she must have been in you know and 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 the 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 discomfort
0: everyone else must have been in being around her you know it's it's funny that you say that because uh uh I started watching the movie by myself uh this morning uh, my husband came down to watch uh to watch it with me as i finished up and he came in probably about 10 minutes before that scene right and he the second <laughs> she pulled up her pants he was like she's she's just walking around dirty i mean every time yeah. they walk through every time they walk through a body of water he's like at least they can get clean now <laughs> uh, but even then like, dude that ain't like They're still in the under. it's still in the underwear it's still yeah. in the drawers
1: that ain't enough that ain't enough and and yeah i like if i'm ever in that situation if you and i are ever like you know going on some grand adventure in some rainforest and you know i got to i got to do my business or whatever
0: if that ever happens i'm sorry dude like I, i'm dead you know like I, i i you'd rather you'd rather walk you'd rather die with a clean bum than, than walk around for 10 minutes with, with with dirty ass yeah like y'all either like
1: you know i'm sorry like i gotta take care of my business you know and i gotta make sure i'm not you know i'll try to do it as quickly as possible but but man, <laughs> that was
0: one thing she was enjoying herself she was ha- having a yeah, leisurely a leisurely yeah, poo like yeah, this I'm is too- like Pushing along,
1: yeah. What are you doing, singing song? You know, she's 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 over there, you know, doing her stuff as if she still had access to an iPhone or something like that. You know, and that's just not. Uh, yeah, so that that I I I'm glad that we're on the same page with that because, dude, I I really couldn't shake that and <laughs> and. I don't. I, I don't know if the target audience will be able to forgive something like that. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff. Oh like, yeah, no, they just see poo
0: and they're like, eh, she's pooping. That's yeah, great. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure there's stuff like that in the movies that we grew up with these live action, you know, sort of movies and stuff. But yeah, man, it was just I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get out of my head. You know
0: that's that's hilarious, because uh yeah, that was an issue that that um rang true in our household as well mm-hmm. um, the the other issue that um well let's talk about the backpack real quick before I talk about my other issue yeah uh, there's this there's this uh brilliant moment uh that you texted me when it came up uh, where she goes to school for the first day and she has to walk through this metal detector, mm-hmm. and her backpack goes off, and they start digging through her backpack and she has uh she has a yo-yo which comes back up later yes. uh but she has like camping supplies she has a flare she has uh a hammock she has uh 3 days of of travel food uh which which iodine is iodine tablets for for water <laughs> For cleaning, which is great because she literally needed all that stuff in the movie. Uh, It's like they said, it was like this treasure trove of Easter eggs of like, these are the things that they will use when they are in the forest. Uh, um, But you mentioned, uh, and you don't want to say it, but I'll say it. Uh, there's There's like this weird reality to it of the fact that there are children walking into a high school, walking through metal detectors. And we know like the impetus around that. And like why that exists in America and how foreign that is to her and how weird it would be that she can't bring in all these things. Uh, But then on the flip side of that, the reaction of the kids of just like, yeah, this is just a normal thing kind of had this weird underlying political moment of look at how we've normalized uh security theater in schools mm-hmm. to stop something that could be stopped otherwise yeah. uh without getting too political but uh and then she says but you'll let my yo-yo in and the yo-yo can still be a weapon which i was like i see you with your little political slide mm-hmm. uh, so i um i i appreciated that moment uh quite a lot and <laughs> plus it was funny uh, Oh, it it was a funny moment,
1: and and when when that when that security guard lights up that flare, oh, it's, I was, I I thought it was great. But yeah, you know, and I, that moment wouldn't have existed without the, you know, terrible uh, um, impetus for, for 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 having these things at a, at, a, at a high school in the first place. Uh, but again, I mean, that's the you know that's that's their normal. You
0: know yeah and, um, and so the fact that like that's their normal i I do like the fact that they they didn't they didn't hide any of like the a lot of times when high schools are presented in movies they hide all that stuff right it's just like yeah. an open campus yeah. and kids are yeah. walking around but like there was none of that there was there was none of that uh, kind of hiding it they they wanted to show the stark difference between the freedom of the jungle and the control of the school mm-hmm. and I think that they did it in really smart and uh, comedic ways yeah. uh, without yeah. Without like shoving it down a kid's throat, but as an adult, you recognize like the layers to it, right? Right. Um, and so I, I really like that part. Mm-hmm. The other part that I was like, okay, so after this part that I'm about to mention, the whole entire movie just starts to crumble. But I was okay with it at this point because I was like, oh yeah, you still have to do this like Indiana Jones type stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and they are. Uh so there's this there's this plot that is introduced at some point uh where there's these uh people called the lost guardians who are protecting uh uh the city and uh they meet somebody who uh who is living in the jungle uh who basically says uh there's a path for you to go home and there's a path for you to go to the city if you want to go home you can go home now if if you want to go to the city, you can take this path. And Sammy and Randy are like chunk and deuces. We're going home, which you know hashtag fuck you. Yeah, uh, right. And they're like, oh, but my mom, it's great. I want to leave you. And um, and Diego decides to go with Dora because they're cousins, and he says that there's laws against that. Um, and then there's also the third character who rolls with them, and his that is Alejandro, right, uh, is Professor well, Alejandro, who played.
1: I, this character was so fun. I thought, and, and had 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 a really good arc to him. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought provided a, a nice some some nice comedic bits, but also you know had a, had a larger part to play. It wasn't just like the doofy professor tagging along.
0: Right. He he uh, he says that he's a professor who's friends of Dora's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, uh, there's this moment where he thinks he's going to die. And he tells Dora, I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. No, listen to me. I'm a bad guy. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, no one's really bad. Uh, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. All this other stuff. And he's like, okay. But no, he just confessed to her that, no, he's actually a mercenary. Yeah. And there's, like, this moment where I thought, well, because if you're um, – you know, as an audience member you're like, "Oh no, he's telling her that he's the bad guy um, and then you think that because of the fact that they all work to save him, he's going to change his ways and help and help them, but that doesn't happen, which I thought was actually kind of fun too, mm-hmm. uh, because that arc initially seemed really predictable after he said it, uh, but the fact that he's like, no, I'm still a bad guy, like I told you yeah, um, yeah. I like that a lot,
1: and that that really sort of um I don't know if you'd call it like a, an adult narrative twist, but I mean, I, I can't think of any kids' movies that like have because usually, right, they lean all the way in. You know what I mean? They want, they want, they, they they want everyone to know who the good guy is, who the bad guy is, you know, and and, and stuff like that. But like, this- yeah,
0: there would have been some weird. Uh, uh- like the kids are walking ahead and he gives this weird evil smirk yeah, or something.
1: something like that but like this dude was funny and charming and and really and helpful cool. yeah and, and 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 all these sorts of things and then when that when that reveal happens when that twist happens it's like it kind of hits you in the gut a little bit you know you're like no nah, man but you were the the funny guy who like had scorpions fucking on his head and, and you know <laughs> turned to do a cartoon and and, and, and streaked through a through a fucking mutated poppy field or something like that.
0: And that um, is where my brain started to break with this movie because that okay, there were so many things with that moment. So they 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 have their two paths that they can go on. Randy and Sammy are going to go home. Uh Dora, Diego and Professor Alejandro are going to go down this other path. Uh, when when Randy and Sammy get to the base of their path, they see the old lady pull her pull her sleeve back, and she has like the symbol of the Lost Guardians. And they're like, "Oh no, it's all a trap. We have to go and warn them." Right? Which they never tell them that the old lady was a Lost Guardian. They never say those words, um, which is strange. But um, they actually go back and. Uh, as Alejandro Diego and Dora are walking through this field of these giant pink flowers that look like, they kind of look like, um, they kind of look like lilies. Right. Uh, and they're huge. They're like bigger than they are. And it reminded me of whenever, uh, and finding Nemo when they had to make it through the jellyfish field. Oh yeah. They did kind of uh, look like that. Yeah. So they do that. Uh, and then they're almost out. And Alejandro gets way too excited. and He bumps into this flower. And of course, like an idiot, he looks into the flower that's opened up and he shoots this pink stuff Which, at him.
1: Right? Anyone who's ever seen alien. It's like, dude, you never, you never peer down shit. You know, like you never look in a hole.
0: No, you not never at all. You look in a bulbous flower or an egg, you know, <laughs> but he was, he was happy to, um, and so they start hallucinating. And first, Diego's head becomes a cartoon version of Diego. And then Dora's head changes. And then Alejandro's head changes. And then, like, the whole world becomes this cartoon world. And then Alejandro says, I don't need these clothes anymore. And they show a, a naked cartoon Alejandro running off into the jungle. Yeah. And then. Uh Diego's like, super excited, and he's swinging on a vine. Dora tries to jump off a cliff, which at this point in time, I'm like, oh, she's going to die, right? Like, something bad is going to happen to her. But then she jumps off the cliff, but then she comes back down through the sky, right? Mm-hmm. And then Diego and Dora jump together, and they make it across, and Sammy and Randy are there to pull them up. And then they, like, pass out. Uh, And so I was like, okay, so they never really went anywhere, right? But then what makes me question that is that uh, Alejandro is there. They've rescued Alejandro as well somehow, but he's naked. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what what was real? What wasn't real? Did they actually get across uh, a cliff? They couldn't have because Dora hurt herself. She would have hurt herself the first time if she had jumped by herself. I just had so many questions about that, and I understand that the reason it existed was to pay homage to the cartoon because all the cartoon characters pop up. They're like, we're all here, right? And then they yeah. and then they go away. Like, and Grunt it's Patrol cute. was one of them. Grunt Patrol was one of them. Like they're all there, and it's weird. But then. Uh, I'm unsure about the repercussions of that moment because if they were hallucinating and running around, especially if, if Alejandro's naked, which means that some of the things that they were doing were, were actually happening, uh, I just got utterly confused. Well, again, I mean, I,
1: I think that's, you know, it's kind of trying to introduce kids to like, you know, the dangers hallucinogens. of doing drugs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like, hey, if you're on hallucinogens, you take your clothes off while you're hallucinating. Your clothes are off in real life. But hey, if you're on hallucinogens, that little crack on the pavement might seem like a, a chasm, you know. And and you try to jump over that, that crack in real life.
0: You're going to fall on your you face fall. and your friends are going to pull yeah. you up.
1: Yeah, so who knows, man. I mean, that that thing that in the cartoon version that, that looked like that big old chasm, that could have been like a little ravine, you know, or a little stream or something like that. You know, I like to think that Sammy and Randy just, just you know, saw him mumbling and, and and tripping over each other uh, throughout the woods and, and and or the forest, and they, they saw uh, Alejandro's naked ass just just running around there, and and
0: which uh, which also and, means that high school children saw a grown ass man naked.
1: Yeah, which introduces a whole other layer of of, of yeah of, of issues. We,
0: we got Sammy not wiping her butt. We got. <laughs> we got alejandro naked in front of children but hey you know what it just came to me
1: this is where she probably wiped it because they set set up a can you know that's what it is man that's when it happened that's when it happened i i i i I now firmly believe that sammy did not finish this movie out (laughs) all 30 (laughs) you know Jay, they're like, hey we're gonna set up a camp Okay cool let me take care of this thing Real quick and then I'll get right back at you You know what I mean that's when it happened
0: Okay I'll buy that I'll
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I will buy that <laughs> um, uh, and, but, you know. and then This uh, Then this become This is when the movie really starts to fall apart uh, Because the next section Is when they get to the city Right And um, Or they're about to get to the city. And there is uh, uh, Randy is like, I've watched movies and played video games. I know what jungle puzzles are, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so uh, Alejandro has captured uh, Michael Pena and Eva Longoria. And they are uh, his prisoners. Boots comes and saves the kids by untying their hands. Uh, Dora's trying to find her friends. She falls. She hits her head on a rock. Boots talks, for better or for worse. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they decide that they're going to – they're like, okay, the only way we can get my parents back is by getting the treasure and basically exchanging it for my parents and, we can, and we'll and we do that. So right. they get to the city uh, and then it becomes this weird – uh, it becomes this weird. It becomes mini games.
1: It becomes mini games. It is it, it is very very video gamey, you know. Um, and similar to Randy, you know, Randy's sort of saying, "Oh, I know Jungle Games and stuff like that." This is where I'm a huge fan of the Uncharted series. You know, and, and I'll, I'll tell anybody if it wasn't for Uncharted 2, I wouldn't be playing video games anymore. And like the influence that that game had on the on the genre as far as storytelling and all that stuff. But this it was very Uncharted for me. You
0: know what I mean? All these sorts of. I felt that puzzles. too. I was like, they don't need to make the Uncharted movie. It's already been done.
1: Yeah. Little, little puzzles and little things stuff like that. But this goes back to my to, to my my, you know, my thing with wanting a little bit more time with them you know in high school or before all this because how cool would it have been and i think this still could have been uh um i think this still could have been picked up by 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 a younger audience if the puzzles they had to solve were somehow related to who they were as individuals you know what i mean and 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 i know we had that moment with the sluice gate and 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 randy being able to hold his breath but like not once did any of them be like, "Oh, you know this. I'm really good at this," or "Oh, this. I'm really." But good
0: they did. At this. How? But they. So okay. So let let's go. Let's run this puzzle by puzzle. The first puzzle is that they're in the aqueduct. They're in the underground aqueduct, right? Um, they're they're starting to drown because Randy has pulled a lever and he is like dumping all this water on them. Previously, Dora has been like, "You like Sammy Diego? Don't lie about it." And Diego's like, "I don't, I don't like Sammy. I don't know what you're talking about, right?" And then uh, Diego's like, "The only way out of this is by opening the sluice gate." And uh, Sammy's like, "How do you know what the sluice gate was?" He's like, "We learned about it that week in history class when you were wearing all this red and pink, uh, which means that like he's he's he I, I caught two things from that one because yeah, he, he says he tells it, but they don't show it in the movie. As but, well. but 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 then. But then but, – well, they can't show it because I, I think that what this is trying to do is this – is, this is why I appreciated this movie more than I thought it would is because they didn't lay out all the clues, the romantic clues from the beginning. They didn't lay out all the – because the, per, the people that I thought would end up together were going to be Dora and Randy, right? So they, they flip that by not laying out any of this stuff. That, that I think we're attuned to pick up on. I think that they knew what people were expecting and left that crap out. And then they constantly subvert expectations by the things that should be like major hints at like who's going to hook up. Those things don't happen. But the fact that Diego actually likes the person that he says is the worst is a major hint because he says she's kind of like the worst person ever. Oh, right? I, shipped,
1: I shipped Diego and Sammy pretty early on.
0: Well, I didn't. Um, So, uh, but, but so he, he, so I'm thinking, okay, why would he pay attention to history class? Because he's watching her. And why is he watching her? Uh, Because he likes her. But this... But he also wants to be smart like her as well because he's still impressed by her. So that's why he was paying attention in history class. So I was like, okay, great. This reveals a lot about him. Also, it reveals that he still has that explorer in his heart, and he is taking in all this information. He just doesn't. He still. Th- he just doesn't want to show it because he still wants to be cool, right? So I was like, okay, this tells to- this tells me a lot about your character in that moment, right? Uh, then we have then we have the the constellation. Uh, puzzle right, which is um, which is randy 's thing because Randy and Dora both like uh, astronomy, uh, and Randy f- uh, points out that the the tiles on the ground look like uh, constellations, and then Dora points out they 're like yeah you 're right, and four of them are holding uh, more light from the moon than the other ones, and so those must be the four levers we have to pull and all this other stuff. So that shows uh, a link back to previous when Randy says, I like astronomy. So that that shows his character. And then the fact that Sammy really is smart, she looks at the golden ratio and says 55 degrees. And she says, OK, we all need to position our bowls 55 degrees. Sammy says that, which is then going back to the beginning where Sammy is supposed to be the super intelligent incredibly smart person she knows what the golden ratio is and like the exact coordinates and she can eyeball 55 degrees like what excuse me all this ties into who they are as characters. And then at the end, keep in mind when Dora and Sammy first meet, she gives, Dora gives this huge speech about how conservation is important. And this is how we do X, Y, and Z and saving the waters of the world and all this other stuff. Right. So when it comes to the point where they have to make the sacrifice of the most precious thing, she sacrifices the water, which is tied into the beginning of the movie when she meets Sammy. Like, I know I just went ham on on this connection, but like, (laughs) Uh, But that also is like where that's also why the movie started to fall apart for me, because I felt like they were trying so hard to shoehorn all these things in a 20 minute time span.
1: Yeah. The, and, and, and I guess that's where I am, but that's where I'm at with it. Cause I mean, I hear you like all these sorts of like, you know, like the, the astronomy's all like, you know, little, little touches and, 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 and with, with Sammy's, you know, the, 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 uh, the equation or the, the angle or whatever it is. Like I get all that, but I think, yeah, I could have done with a little bit more, um, and maybe something that's a little bit more, I don't know, individual. It, it's like, like, like hearing you talk about it now, it's like, yeah, okay. Like I, I kind of see that, but I think from a, from a storytelling standpoint, the only one that really landed with me when I was watching it was the breath holding thing, because that was something that we were not just told, but we were shown and something that the movie did a good job of like setting up and not just, and like the whole thing you're talking about with the water thing like that. I completely didn't. I mean, I, 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 I get it now, but I completely did not pick up on that. Whenever, whenever I was watching it. the
0: first Now, in all fairness, the water thing, I had to like, I had to think about that because I was like, how the hell does she know to give water? Because the message through the movie, because uh, the thing her parents say is like, uh, making friends is like the greatest treasure of all. Right. Yeah. And so when they're like sacrifice the thing that's most important to you. Right. I was like, do they all have to give like a drop of blood? Like, how are they going to sacrifice this thing that has been told to us specifically is like the real treasure. Right. Um, and so, when she gave water, I was like, "Oh, yes, it's actually a movie about conservation right yeah. <laughs> uh, which is which is also why I think this movie might uh while the movie is fun, I think that that's where some of the messages might get muddied because they make this huge huge distinction between we are explorers, not treasure hunters, uh Dora has this whole thing about the the conservation of the planet, how to save the rainforest, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and it is super short lived." Uh, because it 's just uh it 's just like a, a small little like three line pair, uh monologue but but then they try to loop it back together behind like the sacredness of water as compared to gold mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it felt like a leap, it also felt like there was probably something that got cut
1: yeah maybe, and I think that and i and I think too, and a reason why I keep going back to randy 's breath holding because that was the one thing that I, you know, Dora couldn't have done herself. I mean, obviously there's the mirror, like she could have done the mirror thing with 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 three other people. But like, again, like that was a very Randy-centric thing. And I felt that like even the golden equation and, and the constellations was something that Dora and Randy shit, you know what I mean? Like right. what are some things that they could have included in this with all these jungle puzzles that were like uniquely... Belonging to each individual character thus making them more of a team because I think you know we always look at character relationships and like okay, what does it what can this character learn from the other right and I struggle to to really pinpoint what was it that Dora learned I mean it's hidden it's buried in there you probably okay she learned to maybe I don't know rely on other people maybe you know what I mean? Maybe she learned to let her hair down every now and again. I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess because it wasn't so blatant. Diego's revelation was so blatant,
0: you know. Same. Well, he, I think he tries to hand her her revelation when uh, she says, "like it's it's a lot harder." She says, "It's a lot harder doing this with other people," and Diego just looks at her and says, "Is it?" And there is like silence there, right? Nah. And I liked I like that moment, um, but I, I I agree with you in the fact that. The revelation of Randy holding his breath for seven minutes was, uh, it was character driven. It wasn't plot driven, right? right. It told us so, it, it existed there to tell us, like, oh, Randy was like really lonely. Mm. Like, he's just a really lonely kid. And this is how he used to get attention. Yeah. As opposed to being like, look at this party trick that's going to come in handy. Like, yes, it did come in handy. Yeah. But if they had never brought it up again, I would have been okay with it because that moment told me a lot about his character. Right. It's planting
1: seeds in a smart way. You know,
0: right. and, and the rest of it was just like plot, 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 yeah. plot.
1: Yeah, like 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 Diego's, you know, talking about paying attention to Sam. And his that seed was never planted for me, at least maybe not in the way that I felt it could have been. It was revealed, um, but it just wasn't. It wasn't set up in the way that I that I wanted it to. It wasn't set up as strongly as I think it could have been.
0: Right, and you know, and and realistically, we. I think that the reason that those sections disappoint me. Uh, like, the movie's still fun. Uh, if The the movie's still fun to me, but the reason that those sections disappoint me is because there's so many times when they are so meta, and they do subvert the expected, and they do give us something fresh, that when it goes back to, like, this super stale uh, Indiana Jones, I can solve the puzzle by this, and there's spikes here, and all these skulls are going to shoot darts. Like, that felt so... That felt so trite because everything else wasn't, right? Right. Uh, And, uh, like, there's the – I actually laughed out loud because there's this one part near the beginning when Dora's running through the jungle and she says, this is a golden poison frog. Its neurotoxins can make anyone pass out or whatever. And she says, can you say severe neurotoxicity? And I thought that was hilarious. Uh, And, like, that's the kind of stuff that I had – grown to expect from the movie until the last 20 minutes right and then when the last 20 minutes wasn't as smart Mm -hmm. that's what was disappointing
1: you're talking about when because we had bringing it back to that old lady um we have her reveal herself right to be this incan goddess
0: which also i didn't Uh, care about like i would have rathered her stay the old lady
1: Hmm. Hmm. and again speaking you know bringing it back to uncharted you know the uncharted games they always kind of flirt with this idea. They're, they're pretty grounded you know but they always kind of flirt with this idea of like okay may, there is this one magical right element or there is this one kind of thing and that's kind of what i what i thought they were going for with this but but i agree i don't know if i necessarily needed needed that i like i wonder what this movie would have been because at one point we have uh uh Is it Swiper who comes in and takes the treasure? God damn it.
0: That asshole. Yeah.
1: He comes in and swipes swipes the treasure and and angers the gods or something.
0: And the whole city starts to crumble. But then all Dora has to do is put the monkey god statue back on a different pedestal. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like the city starts to rebuild itself, I was just like, okay. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of the stuff at the end of the movie just—they
1: were just kind of okay. Let's just let's wrap this up, you know. Let's wrap this up and go home. You know, Alejandro gets captured uh, or gets taken prisoner, rather, by the by the launch guardians. Yeah. Um, and then Dora and everyone else, you know, after Dora puts <laughs> puts it puts puts the golden monkey back. Oh wait, no, they get a. They get a glimpse after door makes that water. Sacri- they get a glimpse
0: of the giant monkey. Yeah, who's this
1: big, like you know, kind of I don't know, uh, probably what it felt like the first time you saw Chuck E. Cheese walking around.
0: True, you know, gold and all. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: like, oh man, you know. And honestly, dude, I you know, they, and they cut a glimpse to it at the end. Whenever doors leave, and she turns around and gives that that little stare, that little smirk to it. But I kind of like that pulp fiction treatment they gave uh to to, to Pata, Pata right right there where because like, you don't
0: see it yeah for you to
1: see the gold shining and stuff so I thought that was pretty cool but yes yeah, so and then they all leave and everyone's back home and and uh and they're hanging out and Alejandro's I guess what, spending the rest of eternity with, with with a thousand years yeah, with these lost guardians and then they have this really Bollywood type dance number. At the end of the movie,
0: where they mention poop again, yeah, which I thought was great, yeah, yeah, and and that's when and that's when the movie I was like, okay, it knows what it is, and I felt like the movie forgot what it was for a while, Mm -hmm. but then it knows it found itself again after they get home. Like the second they get home, the parents are all emotional and like they hold a lot. I like how the adults hold a lot of the comedy in this movie. Um, Mm I like that. I, I actually thought that the comedic performances were actually pretty good. Even from Eva Longoria, her timing was like excellent. Um, I, uh, I thought that uh, the way that they portray the adults in general was really was really great. The fact that like they take themselves seriously and that they're scared of like really weird things what there's one of the henchmen who's scared of monkeys because they can carry three times their body weight which is which is hilarious and they're like are you really scared of monkeys like i'm just saying like y'all don't know this yeah. uh and so there's so much of it that i loved and then there's that 20 minutes where they're like going through all the jungly stuff which is supposed to be fun and it is fun and it, but it also felt like a speed team building and and then they get back home and then the movie knows what it is again.
1: Speed team. I like the speed team building. That was, that was pretty fun. Yeah. It's, it's it's like some corny ass, like office exercise.
0: Um, Yeah. When, and when and Diego's like jump over the spikes, it's an optical illusion. Excuse me. First off, how mm-hmm. do you know about forced perspective, young man? And that's another, th- again, I, I think
1: cause it, you know, act, act one, let's plant these seeds, you know, and then let's watch them grow. I just don't I just don't feel enough Cs were playing it, you know. And and I think they really they had a really cool opportunity um to have every single uh uh task element everything uh in that little temple area to sort of you know reference back um uh to something and, and, and they did that, but I just I think they could have gone a little bit deeper with it and a little yeah. bit more unique with it. Um yeah. something that hammers home that theme because again you know, when Danny Trejo speaks, talking about how, like, you know, you have friends and they can help you get through and stuff like that. Um, I think that they could have they could have done a better job of sort of reinforcing that uh, by showing that come to fruition while taking care of these jungle puzzles.
0: And they could have never used Swiper. They should have never used Swiper. Swiper should just not exist. Right.
1: But, yeah, I... Uh... I agree, or I, I, I kind of wish they would have done what what I thought they did and have Swiper be...
0: Alejandro. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty... Because uh, he ended up being more of a pain in the ass than than that fox was to begin with, so...
0: Well, not, not to mention that I'm thinking, okay, what was Swiper actually there for? He was there for two monuments. Steal the map,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? To Parapata. And, <laughs> and then to steal the thing at the end, Right. Uh, and I was like, that could have literally been anyone else The other, And the only reason I think that the map stealing thing was there Was that way we could show Dora being Billy Badass Flipping over plane propellers and stuff Which, again, those skills vanish Yeah, yeah And then she just starts falling everywhere I'm just <laughs> confused uh, So, yeah, it was this which I didn't I I didn't mind that. Like I'm I'm I was willing to forgive so much because of how self self referential and meta that this movie is and understanding this is a Nickelodeon property and it's still Dora the Explorer and like it's made for that weird teenager group uh who probably had to go see this movie with their little brother and sister, but you know, they still kinda had fun as well. Yeah. And like I and so I'm willing to forgive a lot of those things, but then there were just like that third act. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Who? This is Scruff McGruff, Ruff." Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I agree. So. But uh, when I think that this movie's still a little too old for your daughter, as far as age wise. Oh, it is absolutely it is. Um, but if she's like, if she's I, I wonder like if she's like seven or eight, right? And she's having a sleepover. And she has like, would you be like, hey, you can watch this movie at your sleepover? Yeah, I think so. I mean, because this this
1: movie kind of reminds me of like the the old Witch Mountain um, movies, um, you know, where it's 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 you know peril and and you know something around every corner. Uh, but yeah, a little, she's a little bit too young for it right now. But I think yeah, seven, eight, you know, nine that 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 age range, I think I, I, I think is good. Um, a good age to to experience stuff like this
0: now would you uh, is this one of those that you'd put on and walk away or would you be like willing to sit down with her I, yeah oh man this is this is a put on and walk away
1: uh for sure <laughs> just, just because i don't know if i again i mean the storyteller in me you know just as with you sort of looking at these things these these glare like man They could have gone so much deeper with it. They could have really, but then, you know what I mean? It would have gone over, you know, uh, target audiences. Again, just just the fact that this movie doesn't really know what its audience is uh, makes for uh, a a pretty um, uh, jagged narrative experience. So this isn't really one that I would want to watch again. I mean, it had its moments for sure um and and i think i i I do recommend it um but yeah this is not a this is not a let's sit and watch this movie together this is a hey i'm gonna put this on and then i'm gonna go you know bathe the dog or something
0: yeah um and i i'm 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 happy that i got to see it i'm happy that i watched it uh mostly because a uh it showed that There was some legs to this property that I didn't know existed. Uh, And I thought that it was kind of cool that they incorporated the aspects of the Door the Explore spinoff, Door and Friends in the City. Why I know that thing exists, I don't know.
1: Look at you with Uh, that deep cuts.
0: Look at me. Uh, But I like the fact that they kind of took that aspect and blew it up and and made it more fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could also see this being... Uh, if they wanted to, which I'm pretty sure they've tossed around, like a series of movies of like them going on adventures, hopefully like they're smarter. Right, like I, like I think that this this reminds me of like the the type of feeling I got when I first saw like Harriet the Spy, or like yeah. Matilda or something yeah. like that, right? And how that can and how that can be something else and something bigger, mm-hmm. uh, on down the line and kind of watching it mature with the audience, right? Um, although I don't think Nickelodeon would do that, all but they also made Nacho Libre, so I'm in this weird place with them. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then th- if we're looking at the the. Aspect of this that is adaptation—the adaptation of story and the and the moving it from one medium to another while still updating it and uh, moving it to a different demographic. This is like a really strong example of how uh, you can stay true to uh, uh, an idea's roots but still adapt it. I don't think it gets all the way there. But using aspects that were built into the original thing where she's like an explorer, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And building on that idea from an adaptation standpoint, from, from viewing it in that angle, I think it's really smart. I don't think it hits all the notes, but I think it gets like 90% of the way there in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it going to take the place of uh, you know Raiders of the Lost Ark for me? Absolutely not. Uh, would I seek it out again no am i happy i saw it yes uh do i think that everyone should like if you have nothing else to watch on a saturday night yes Uh, am i happy i paid five dollars for it that's debatable
1: (laughs) yeah well i mean and, and back to what you said about adaptations i mean there are two kinds of adaptations those that stand on their own and those that don't what i mean like those that can exist without any sort of uh, a knowledge of relationship to the source material, and those that are more so like a companion piece to it. I don't really recommend this. You know, par- parents out there whose kids are really into Dora the Explorer, they're going to be ate up over this movie. Um, I think it does require that um, you have knowledge. Yeah, knowledge, and also just being like a really. I, I can I can see someone who's really big In Adore the Explorer, and maybe you know again, and I think. I like that this movie exists, even though I'm not really sure who it's for, but I like that this movie exists because, you know, there still is a place for these live action family adventure movies, you know, uh, and and for, for for those kids out there who are maybe like just now outgrowing Dora or think they're outgrowing Dora. This provides like that nice, like. You know, again, companion piece, sort of uh, uh, something else that they can they can get into, something else they can they can enjoy. That's a little bit older, you know what I mean? That's a little bit more perilous, maybe. I I hope there are more. I I hope that you know kids that age can can enjoy more of these kinds of movies. Obviously, it did well enough uh, that it could, you know, it, it's there probably are going to be more of them. Um, and I'm it also- feels
0: like it feels like a middle step between. Uh, like uh, a children's a children's movie, and like the new Jumanji movies, right? It feels like it feels like the ne- the next progressive step, right? And then a
1: all roads lead back to Indiana Jones, you know what I mean? Like, let's, right? No, yeah. Let's get let's get the the kids, you know, to a place where they can then watch these movies and appreciate them. Uh, and and I'd like to see them do this, you know, give me my Hey Arnold live action
0: movie. Do not. Don't listen you to them. I mean? Don't listen <laughs> give, to him. He's give me a my, liar.
1: Give me my angry beavers. Give me my. Give me my Ren and Stimpy. You know what I mean. Give, give me. Give me. Aren't they doing? an Are you afraid of the dark? Movie? Are they bringing that series back or something like that? They're doing. I think
0: different. I read somewhere that that movie was canceled.
1: Maybe I. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I. I think there's a place for this. Obviously, it made enough money for Nickelodeon to at least consider. Um you know, and i don't know if it made a, a lot of money just because it was door i don't know if anything else would have that same kind of appeal um but yeah i i i I think this works, but I'm with you where it's like i for me, there was just too many issues too many things where um i i don't know if I'd be able to watch it again um and not be bothered by the length of time it takes for Sammy to clean herself up <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great! That's great. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. My. My. If it, it's a nice, it's a nice peek into adaptation. I think.
1: I think so. I. I agree.
0: So I mean, if you if you are uh, a writer out there who is like, let me, uh, because if you're a writer out there, you should be watching good stuff, bad stuff, all the stuff. Uh, you should be reading good stuff, bad stuff, all the stuff. If you want to see how they take a, a children's property and kind of make it for the audience that probably enjoyed it six years ago, mm-hmm. um, then I think that this is a good example of doing it. I think it's I think it's a strong adaptation. It's not for anyone who has no experience with *Dora the Explorer* any memories of them. Um, so if you would just like, I never watched Dora, I never experienced Dora, I have no stories of Dora. You can skip this one. You can move on with your life. But if you ain't got nothing to do, which a lot of y'all ain't got nothing to do right now, <laughs> <laughs> you can just put on Dora and the Lost City of Gold, yeah. and uh, I think that I think that you will. You'll at least get a, a hoot out of it. It won't be your favorite.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a there's there's a laugh or two, you know, to be had. But yeah. I, I i agree so i recommend this for uh, parents out there i recommend this for your kids if if they are into Dora. if maybe they're feeling that like they're getting that age where it's like oh i'm too cool for this kind of stuff and it's like hey hold on a second don't grow up yet little tyke you know they still got these for you um but yeah if, if there's no knowledge or no experience with dora then I don't, I don't i don't see this really landing with them
0: right right so wow that's that's our take on Dora that's and the bit. Lost City of Gold. <laughs> I don't know. The music was pretty forgettable, um, which is sad. Yeah, it would have been uh,
1: awesome if they just layered the Jurassic Park score over this entire movie.
0: He's
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, that giant gold monkey walking
0: around they do move in herds (laughs) (laughs) oh great uh so, uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode of Man Watch Kid Shit. Uh, what we're watching next week, I th- did we already talk about? Oh, it, it's a surprise. We, don't, we never let you know anyway, so why are you worried about it? No. Uh, this, it is, this is a competition for us. It's something to look forward to. It's always going to be something to look forward to. Listen to our Chris. sweet, sultry voices. Titillation. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, it's going to be crispy. It's going to be a crispy episode. It is
1: going to be crispy.
0: Uh, so yeah uh, once again uh, thank you guys for joining us for this week's episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit Uh, we hope you enjoyed yourselves Uh, if you didn't uh, don't let anyone know just forget that this episode ever existed if you like what you hear please go and follow us on Spotify uh, hopefully we are on Apple Podcasts at this time. If we are, go ahead and give us five star ratings. Give us four star ratings. It helps us get seen, helps us get noticed, which is also great. If you have any rating lower than that, just don't do it. We like we don't need that negativity in our lives. And we will not accept that. Uh, nor should we. No, no, we know what we deserve. Okay, we're trying to live our best lives over here. Uh, other than that, uh, we will hit you guys up next week. Another brand spanking new episode. So hey, be good to each other. Be safe, and uh yeah, go have some fun. Stay, yeah, stay crispy. Stay crispy. I think that's our new catchphrase. Stay crispy. I can see that on a shirt or a bumper sticker or a lunchbox or something. Like that. Are we making lunchboxes now? Are they the metal ones? They need to be. With like our faces on it. Like, like, it. Like, like let's get our logo on some. Oh my God. We should we should poll. To see who would buy that cartoon lunch. It,
1: it, it would keep your food crispy.
0: Yeah, that, that, crispy, that crispy metal lunchbox with our faces on it. Uh, so yeah, this is this is us rambling until the end. I'll fade out quickly. All right, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right. All right. Uh, can, we so, we, can we re-record that switch conversation real quick? Yes, we can. grown men watch kid shit is a moon street media podcast intro and outro music was created by mpc we are proud members of the outlet productions podcast network want to find us online Check out our social media links in the show notes.